Brace yourself and buckle up. You are about to hear a life-changing, history-making, world-defining message from the New Birth Podcast. Tell everybody you know, things will never be the same. I pray you'll accept my invitation and join me in 2 Chronicles chapter 20. 2 Chronicles chapter 20. Didn't we have a good time at Throwback Sunday last week? It was an incredible time. 2 Chronicles chapter 20. Verse 35 through 37. 2 Chronicles, not to be confused with Corinthians. 2 Chronicles 20. Verse 35 through 37. Later, Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, made an alliance with Ahaziah, king of Israel, whose ways were wicked. He agreed with him to construct a fleet of trading ships. After these were built at Ezion Geber, Eleazar, son of Dadavu, and Mercer prophesied against Jehoshaphat, saying, Because you have made an alliance with Ahaziah, the Lord will destroy what you have made. The ships were wrecked, and they were never able to set sail for trade. You may be seated. I'm going to preach for a little while today using as a subject, no wonder it didn't work out. No wonder it didn't work out. Would you look at the person beside you tell them, no wonder it didn't work out. Then a few years ago before uh, relocating to Atlanta, my comrade, my mentee, affectionately who I call my little brother, Prophet Marcus Thomas, he called me and told me that a Caucasian man in San Antonio, Texas, wanted to bless the two of us with the aviation business. He claimed he wanted to give us a, a Bombardier Challenger 300. And that we could rent it out to businessmen and faith leaders and have them pay into a co-op program. But he wanted these two young black men to own the plane. He said all we needed to do was to service the plane and pay the hangar fee. Marcus and I were so excited, we started dreaming about painting the plane black. <laughs> Putting red seats in, in the plane. On the side of the plane, we was going to paint black air. And so we thought that it was reasonable, knowing how expensive that plane is, that all he was charging us was for the servicing and for the hangar fee. 
next week, Marcus and I pulled our money, sent it into the gentleman, and waited for the keys. A week later, the gentleman was arrested for fraud as he had sold this same plane to three other people only to discover that the plane never belonged to him in the first place. A few months later, Marcus calls me again. I said, <laughs> I said Jamal, I got a sure bet this time. says, uh, Jamal, we got to uh, invest in this stock in the Shanghai Composite. He got the broker on the phone. We talked to him on three-way. He convinced us that this stock tip was a sure thing and that we would be multi-millionaires in a class all by ourselves. Y'all ain't gonna believe it. Marcus and I got online. <laughs> Started looking for houses in the Cayman Islands. Started looking for matching speedboats. I'm musing out loud at the time I'm living in Baltimore, how I'm going to pay off Empowerment Temple, how I'm going to give my sister some money, how my children are going to be jumping off of the moon. And not long thereafter, the broker disappeared. The stock never hit, and both of us had sank our savings. Marks and I were uh, on the phone commiserating about all of our losses, and he's talking to me on speakerphone. And his wife walks by while he and I are complaining and bemoaning. And his wife says, maybe the two of y'all just shouldn't do business together. <laughs> y'all shouldn't just do business together. Maybe y'all should just be friends. New birthday cost me a lot of money, but I found out that there are some people you just can't get into bed with. No matter how you try to force it, there'll be no success. No matter what the promises are, it's not gonna pan out. No matter how it looks on paper, the ink will not dry. No matter how good y'all look together, it was never meant to be. Some stuff is not in God's will for you to be connected to people and you don't even know why it is. I better pause right here. Would you just give God glory for the people God disconnected you from. I wish, I wish I could have got this memo to Jehoshaphat. He is the king of Judah. I need you to hear this. 
uh, Judah translates to praise. He is the praise leader. He is uh, over the nation of praisers. And in 2 Chronicles chapter 22, verse number 9, it says here this about Jehoshaphat. is Jehoshaphat has a reputation for seeking out the Lord with his whole heart. They can find no blemish in the character of Jehoshaphat. Y'all not going to believe it. Jehoshaphat only has one flaw. The only flaw that history can record around Jehoshaphat, the only thing that they can find wrong with him as a demerit is that Jehoshaphat has the knack for picking the wrong people. Can you imagine how clean your record would be if you had not picked the wrong people? Can you imagine how much further down the road you would be had you not chose the wrong people? Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. Can you imagine how your life would be different right now if you would have just chosen some different people? Your history wouldn't be so blemished if it wasn't for who you chose. When you were starving for attention, you pick somebody who couldn't nourish your soul. When you were battling loneliness, you found a peddler of affirmation. When you were broken, affection felt like an antibiotic. When you were trying to fit in, the invitation looked like validation. When you had no money, the proposition seemed like a blessing. And now you look crazy, sounding like Carl Thomas. I wish I never met him. Because you done lost years of your life because you chose the wrong person. But aren't you glad that God has the final say? You didn't understand it while you were in it, but while you were trying to figure it out, God was already working it out. I'm telling you, you were sad looking like Boo Boo the Fool, but it took some years to figure out God got a better plan for my life. I didn't know it then, but I'm thankful unto God it didn't work out. Don't turn to your neighbor. Don't high five nobody. But would you thank God the relationship didn't work, the marriage didn't work, the friendship didn't work, the circle didn't work, because you couldn't see it but God saw what you couldn't see. Jehoshaphat's downfall began, hear this, because he made a political decision over a spiritual one. He made a bad decision even though he himself never practiced idolatry. Where did the bad decision go? The bad decision went wrong for who he chose for his son to marry. He chose for his son to marry the daughter of a wicked atheist by the name of Ahab. Uh, he had never been entangled in this level of debauchic, debauchery and chicanery before until his child was on the line. 
I better stop here and say something to somebody. I need every parent to lift up your hand right where you are. I heard something in the spirit that I've got to now transmit into the earth. God says, I'm getting ready to block illegal alliances that the enemy thought he was going to hook your child into that nobody will be able to get into close intimate proximity with your son or with your daughter if they don't have a relationship with God. I can't hear nobody, I break every soul tie, every worker of iniquity, every demoniac that think that they're gonna bring your child down is going to be destroyed. I bring down every stronghold every alliance of friendships that your children are in that is taking them further away from the God of your salvation. I need you to stop pulling it down right now. I'm bringing your children out of new age science. I'm bringing them out of Hebrew Israelites. I'm bringing them out of atheism and agnostic thought. I'm bringing them out of Islam. Your children are gonna rightly divide the word of God and no weapon formed against them shall be able to prosper. Your daughter ain't a side chick. She ain't a baby mama. She ain't messing with no married Negro. But God is raiding your daughter to be a bride. Your son is not a follower. Your son is a leader of respectability and honor and integrity. I need somebody to shout for the people God is going to put in your child's life. Give God glory for it now. You may be seated. Oh my God. Oh my God. You may be seated. Oh my God. I feel the break in the day. Don't look now, but God said, if you shout, I'll break up the relationship they in right now. If you open up your mouth, get the tuxedo ready. Get the dress ready. This is gonna be a year of open heaven. I got an assignment for your child. You may be seated. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Come on, be seated right where you are. Before the foundation of the earth, God already chose a mate for your daughter. God, I can't hear nobody before your child could talk. God already had a bride in mind for your son. All of these distractions were sent from the Antichrist. But you are raising a prophet and there is a standard of righteousness over your child's head. I dare somebody to give him glory if you know God gonna send your child an intercessor. He gonna send your child a provider. Send your child a protector. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. You may be seated.
You may be seated. Thank you, Holy God. Hallelujah. God said, I'll tear up the lease. I'll have them come live with you for three months to get back on their feet. He says, I'm getting them out of that cycle of self-sabotage. If your daughter could just see how beautiful she was and realize what she is worth, she ain't gonna just run for no insy bitsy spider. But she gonna realize because she's a queen, she can't settle for a joker. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. God is getting ready to anoint their head with oil. I need you to elbow your neighbor and say, my child deserves the best. I want more for my daughter. I want more for my son. And I believe before this summer is over, God is going to escort the right person into my child's life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How could this have happened? Jehoshaphat is the head of praise. He's the leader of God's people. But he's pawning off his son to somebody who doesn't know God. I want you to zoom in to verse number 35 of 2 Chronicles chapter 20. Uh, and here's what it says in the New International Version. 2 Chronicles chapter 20, verse number 35. Here's what it says. Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, joined himself with Ahaziah, king of Israel. Joined. If that's your Bible, I want you to highlight that word. He joined himself. Uh, now, the original word in Hebrew is not joined. It is shabar. C-H-A-B-A-R. Shabar, here this means fascination. It means charmed. It means the working of witchcraft. It is black magic. It is soul ties. It is seduction. And so the man of God who is the head of praise got seduced by somebody who was not in covenant. It is a convergence of the secular with the sacred. It is a mixing of oil and water. It is the earthly with the heavenly. You got to beware of the spirit of seduction. Because your soul is saved, the enemy will be satisfied with your body. You just missed what I said. I said, because your soul is saved, the enemy is satisfied with your body. We're in a generation of itchy ears where people will just go along with what they want to hear. Hallelujah. But God says, I am disrupting the spirit of seduction. Hallelujah. I want you to lift up that hand. Something is getting ready to break right through here. God said, by the power of the Holy Ghost, I now disconnect every illegal soul tie. Whoever is in your system illegally that God did not ordain, God is now purging any residue of them that they will have no influence over your mind, your body, or your thought process. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. You are not for everybody. They don't even understand they got the best of you in your weak moment. 
But now that you got your strength back, the stuff that I used to fall for, I'll now laugh at because God has broken the tie. You may be seated. You'll see them and not feel anything. Hear that voice and you will be unmoved. Leave the text message on red. I can't hear nobody in here. Don't even block them on your page. Let them see how good you doing after them. Let, let them know you meant it for evil, but God worked it out for my good. And so Ahaziah sank his hooks in the Jehoshaphat and said, I'll give you my daughter to marry your son. They came together to do business. But the aims and the intention were different. 1 Kings twenty-two forty-eight 48 uh, says something um, peculiar. It says, uh, Jehoshaphat made ships for Tarshish to go to Ophir for gold. That's what Jehoshaphat did. The other king, here it is, wanted to get in on the deal because he wanted gold as well. The difference is that Ahaziah only wanted gold to make money, but he had no intention of making impact. It was just about self-aggrandizement. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to say this to you. Nothing is wrong with wanting to make money. Uh, but the evil ruler was solely looking for gain while Jehoshaphat wanted to give God glory. Here it is. Uh, the person who he was coming into business with only wanted to make money. But Jehoshaphat wanted to make impact. We are not the same. If God is not in it, then it will not work. Y'all ain't saying nothing and you keep trying to do business with folk who do not have a heart for God. They only want to see what they can buy and what they can get and who they'll bump out of the way in order to get them done. But because you got clean hands and a pure heart, you don't understand why you keep coming in last. But God says, I refuse to let you be connected in illegal alignments because it's going to taint your perspective and mess up what it is that I'm trying to do in your life. It is not that you did anything wrong. It is just that your heart was right. But God says, I'm moving some stuff on the board. They got theirs ahead of you, but don't you dare beat yourself up because the race is not given to the swift nor to the strong, but to those that endure to the end. Somebody shout, it's my time now. The chapter closes. The chapter closes with God destroying the ships. The ships never left porch. They never left port. And what I needed you to see is there was no storm. There were no icebergs. I need you to see there is no Titanic. It just never left and it fell apart. There's some business deals you had. 
and for the life of you, you can't figure out why it never set sail. No idea why it didn't take off. Why it is that it never matured. Because God says, I'm not in it. And I cannot let you be a part of something that I can't get the glory for. Y'all ain't gonna like this. I'm telling you, a whole lot of people ain't gonna shout right through here. But as your pastor, I have a spiritual responsibility to call heaven down to the earth to disrupt every business deal that will contaminate your journey with God. I'm asking God to separate you from the table if God ain't going to get the glory at the end of it. That the contract is not going to go through. The offer is not going to be made. The invitation is not going to be extended if God does not get all of the praise and all of the honor. I know some of y'all don't like this kind of gospel, but those of you that trust God for your next business venture, would you open up your mouth and show him now? God, I praise you because I see it happening. I give you glory because this time it's going to work. I need you to shout like it's going to be underwritten, like it's going to be paid for, like it's going to be handled, like it's going to go to the moon and back. Says, I am not going to let it work. I don't get no glory out of it. I'm just not talking about who you date. I'm talking about who you do business with who you come into alignment with, who you come into association with. Uh, be ye not unequally yoked. Uh, you are in the world, but you are not of it. Uh, you gotta have somebody who has the same fire for God that you do. If you can't dance with me, you can't have a deal with me. If you ain't gonna shout with me, then you ain't gonna pack up this cash with me. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. There is power in agreement. If two or three are touching and agreeing, there I will be also. Look at the person beside them telling me, I'm not just a praiser. I'm a businessman. I'm a businesswoman. I'm not just shouting over no material stuff. I'm shouting because I need God to make this deal go through. I'm giving God glory because I need my business to blow up. I need you to check your row real quick. If they don't know how to shout for your enterprise, for your idea, for your concept, leave them alone. But if they are excited about what God is getting ready to do in your life, do me a favor, shout for your neighbor's business. Shout for your neighbor's finances. All right. Okay. Says I need you to come together. You may be seated. I need you to come together not just to make money. I need you to come together to make impact. Look at the person beside you. Tell them I'm getting ready to make an impact in my life. I'm going to make an impact in this generation. I'm going to make an impact for my family. I'm going to make an impact for the culture. Y'all ain't saying nothing. It ain't about my, I done had money. And I realize there's more to life than making money. You, you got to make a difference and leave a seed. You never know. You never know who God is going to connect you to in order for you to go into business. You don't know what the situations or the circumstance may be.
that God will likely pull like-minded people together. Maybe y'all forgot about the two people who came together and found out they were equally yoked. God help me. You forgot that uh, Paul used to roll with somebody else and then they ran off and left him. He got somebody new by the name of Silas. And when they got together, they end up in jail. At 11.45, Silas came up with an idea while they're in jail. At 11.45, he said, you know what we should do? Paul said, what? He said, we should come up with a bail bomb business. He said, what do you mean come up with a bail bomb business? He says, there's a whole lot of people in jail. But I think if the two of us work together, we'll be able to get them out of it. Y'all ain't saying nothing. And so at midnight, they started crying out to God. And they did not shout for a big house, for a boat, or for an airplane. They started shouting, and y'all ain't going to believe what happens next. Doors start opening up. When you connect with the right person, it ain't going to just open a door for you. But every person that's connected to you is going to start walking through open door. Look down your row and say, do you know who you sit next to? When my idea takes off, it ain't going to just bless me. But everybody that's ever been in my situation is going to walk through the same kind of door. All right. Maybe you forgot that sometimes it doesn't have to be two. Sometimes it can be three. And you ain't got to be old before you start the business. It was Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They had done well in school. And because of their genius and their prowess and their intelligence, they become a target. The Bible shares with us that they get thrown into a fiery furnace. And you ain't going to believe what happens when they're thrown in the fiery furnace. They said, let's come up with a fire retard company. They said, what is that? They said, it's never been done before. Is that if we begin worshiping God under fire, y'all ain't saying nothing to me, nobody will be burned. The thing that y'all are missing is that when they went in the business, not another child of God got thrown into the furnace. I got the wrong praises right through here. God says, if you give me glory in your affliction, what you going through, other folk ain't gonna have to deal with it. If you praise me where it is that you are, I'm gonna open up an emergency exit so folk don't ever have to feel the smoke you had to deal with. I don't need two of y'all, but if I can get three people on every row, whoever came through hell and back, but you learned how to bless the Lord, would you open up your mouth like every person on your row is coming through the fire? Be seated. Be seated. My time is almost up. Be seated, please. My time is almost up. Hallelujah. My time is almost up. I, I need 50 of y'all to sit down right where you are. Hallelujah. My time is almost up. Hallelujah. I just got cleared for takeoff. I need you to grab that neighbor's hand. Grab that neighbor's hand and say, I didn't know it before church but the Holy Spirit want us to go into business together. Hallelujah. Tell them why we are in this church. We are in the demon killing business. God, I can't hear nobody. When I worship God, every demon that has tried to attack this church 
that has tried to attack your family, has tried to attack your body, is gonna get killed. I can't hear nobody. I need you to shout with your business partner like y'all are getting ready to kill every demon, break every chain. All right. Hallelujah. Be seated. Be seated, please. Hallelujah. Be seated. Hallelujah. Be seated. Oh my God. Be seated right where you are. Hallelujah. We get ready to do what the church should have been doing a long time ago. I need you to grab that neighbor's hand again and tell him I've been looking for a business partner. Hallelujah. With my drive and your experience, we can do something. Shake that neighbor's hand and tell them with my knowledge and with your energy, we could do something. With God's money and your idea, we can shift something around. I'm getting ready to say something that's gonna kill a demon. Shake that neighbor's hand and say, neighbor, this year, we gonna make money and we gonna make a difference. I just needed the right business partner. But if you shout with me, everything you've been working on is getting ready to happen. I can't hear nobody. Shout for your idea. Shout! How my mouth shot. Oh. Oh, 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 you ain't shouting for your business. All you needed was one good person that believed in the God in you. You about to go to another level. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Be seated for the last time. Hallelujah. For the last time, be seated. For the last time. Hallelujah. For the last time, be seated. Thank you, Holy God. I said for the last time, be seated. What's wrong with y'all? Hallelujah. I said for the last time, be seated. Thank you. Take that neighbor by the hand. Hallelujah. I'm thankful under God. Come on, pull on that neighbor till they can't sit still. You ain't got to do it by yourself no more. God getting ready to raise up some sanctified people that speak in tongues, y'all ain't saying nothing, that speak those things that are not as though they already are. I don't know why y'all ain't screaming louder than that, but God said, watch me raise up people that are gonna finance your idea. Watch me raise up people that are gonna invest in your business. Watch me raise up somebody that's gonna bring it up to scale. We have been doing all of this fellowshipping and ain't been doing enough networking. What you need is in this house. I better say it another way, who you need is in this house. And what's crazy is they don't know how bad they need you. But when the two of y'all get together, because you done been through enough jealous and insecure friends, 
that you need somebody that's going to stay with you till you make it to the top. Come on, I need you for the last time to take that neighbor's hand and say, neighbor, you don't know how much frustration I've had. You don't know how many times I wanted to quit. You don't know how many times I wanted to throw in the towel. And that's because I had to carry the weight all by myself. But God in the next 45 days is getting ready to bring somebody into my life that's going to help me break through every chain. I dare you to pull on that neighbor's hair and say, neighbor, this is the brokest you ever going to be in your life because there's power in agreement. The devil never wanted us to get together. But now that we touching and agreeing, the dream you gave up on is about to blow up. The idea you had is getting ready to go to the next level. I need somebody to shout for where you see your business. I need somebody to screech for where you see your economy. You ought to lift up your voice like God is going to do it. This is your appointed time. I almost quit. I almost let go. I almost waved the white flag. But I'm still here. After everything I've been through, I'm still here. Do me a favor. Do what you never did in church. Would you embrace three people and tell them let's make money together. Let's make an impact together. Let's do business. You just hugged a millionaire. You just hugged somebody whose business gonna be publicly traded. Open up your mouth. I want that hand lifted. All you needed was the right person. It kept floundering, it kept failing because you were bringing the wrong people to the table. People who didn't have a heart for God only had their money on the gold. Lift that hand as high as you can. Lord, send somebody into my life who's gonna believe in my business, gonna believe in my idea. How about I say it another way, who's gonna believe in me? All the more God sends somebody who believes in you. I know it's from you, God. When before the meeting is over, they say, let's pray about it. I know it's from you. When I mention your name and they react and they respond to it, I know it's from you. Because this time it won't be difficult. It's going to be easy. I thank you, dear Lord, because I don't want success by myself. I want success for somebody else. I know, God, you don't bless selfish people. 
So whatever you got in store for me, do it for my business partners. And I trust you that my next success will make up for all of my failures. And those of you, this is your silent prayer. Would you worship him out loud for it? Come on, open up your mouth for it. Come on, I can't hear anybody. I said, open up your mouth. Do you know how many people you gonna impact? Open up your mouth. Do you know how many lives you gonna change? Open up your mouth. Do you know how many people you gonna give jobs to? You are gonna be God's example of what success looks like when you have divine alignment. And those of you, your faith is connected to my faith. And all you need is the right people in your life, right people at your table, the right people at the deal. I need you to do me a favor, please upset the enemy. I want you to give God glory for the new people about to hit your life. I really thought y'all were gonna shout better than that. I said, give God glory for the new people that are getting ready to hit your life. I shudder to tell you that the confirmation starts tomorrow. Phone calls are coming. Text messages are coming. Emails are coming. For somebody that'll scream about it, your name is gonna be whispered in influential rooms. I hope you are energized that you don't need an energy drink. What you just heard should have you off and running, chasing your dreams, pursuing your purpose, and answering your call. If this was a blessing, share it with somebody else. Don't be selfish. This is what God gave you so that you can be a blessing to somebody who needs it worse.